and welcome back to Insemination. My name is Laura High, your chaotic sperm donor baby of the podcast world, and I am very excited for you all to hear this next episode. Our next guest has a very unique story within the donor conception world. My next guest is Rachel Schiff, who is a double donor conceived person. What does that mean, you may ask? That means this person was conceived with both donor sperm and a donor egg. Their perspective and lived experience is something that is not often heard even in the donor conception world, so I am so excited that they are here to tell us all about their story and their journey. But let's get that good old housekeeping done with first. As a reminder, October 15th is right around the corner. On October 15th in New Orleans, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., I am holding the very first protest for donor-conceived rights outside of the New Orleans Convention Center, where ASRM will be holding their annual conference. And we will be there reminding ASRM that donor-conceived rights and well-being should be their very first priority not the clinics, not the cryobanks. To get all of the information on this protest, please visit my website, www.laurahigh5.com. The five is spelled out. Then you go to the tab that says protest and all of the information, the addresses, all of that stuff is on there as well. And also on October 15th at 8 p.m. at the Howling Wolf, I will be headlining that night in New Orleans as well, because hey, after the protest, I believe we're all gonna need a good laugh. Tickets for the show are on my website. Please get them ahead of time because seating is limited. And I'm so excited to announce that this Friday, the 29th, I will be performing for the very first time in Boston. I will be hosting at the Wilbur Theater for my amazing friend, J.R. de Guzman. If you have not seen J.R. de Guzman perform, oh my God, you are missing out. Not only is he an exceptionally talented comedian, he is also genuinely one of the nicest people I have ever met. So please come get your tickets. I will see you at the Wilbur Theater. I will be hosting, so I will be there throughout the entire show. I am so excited, and I can't wait to see you there. And let's not waste any time. Let's get to the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Thank you so much for coming. How are yeah. you doing? Uh, you know. We're going to pretend like I didn't ask you these questions for like the hour before oh, we yeah. just like took a walk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to pretend like, like this is my first time asking you Yeah, this. no, I mean, it still feels new just because I texted you yesterday yes. about how I was like, hey, perfect timing. I just got another half sibling. And uh, I'm like, yes. I'm feeling emo because he's like, I didn't know I had any siblings. My mom was a stay at home, like a single mom by choice. I was an only kid. And he got a DNA test for, I think, like his anniversary with his girlfriend. And he's like, I'm sitting here. I'm just crying because now he has like, he, I'm like, yeah, there's, you know, 19 of us now. And he's like, <sighs> oh, my God. oh, wow. And I'm like, here's all of us. Now, is this a brother? A brother brother is this a brother from your sperm donor pod yes. or your egg donor pod sperm donor pod i am so thankful that my egg donor pod is finite i sort of like left i don't weave it but i like dealt with that side first just okay. because i'm like i wasn't sure if there'd be any egg donor siblings because how do you know it's finite because my egg donor only donated twice and so okay we are you saying there might be more? Don't scare me. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just curious as to how you you know that. Oh, gosh. Because. Now I'm, like, double thinking. Well, because, I, okay. Uh, oh, shit. I'm so, well, because, like, do you know how many eggs were collected? Nope. You're it, scaring me. <laughs> and, and how many were frozen? And mm, 
Not at all. Because she also didn't know that she donated twice. Because my half-sister is 32, I believe. Sorry, Alex. And me and my twin are 29. And so we're like, she had to have donated twice. And she doesn't remember that. Right? Maybe. Okay, this is going. I I, I this really want to be careful. This, well, this, yeah. this is like I want to be careful because I don't want to misspeak. Yeah. But if she did two cycles, mm-hmm. um, so she she donated twice. We believe. So that means she did yeah. two cycles. Yeah. So I mean that would certainly make sense why you and your twin mm-hmm. and your sister. Mm-hmm. But I also know that you can freeze eggs and mm-hmm. keep them, and that is a plausibility um i mean I'm having an identity crisis it, i mean it's I, I, again there's there's so many yeah i don't know mm-hmm. but i would be very i would say i wouldn't use the word finite just in case like mm-hmm. i i would mm-hmm. maybe i'm so sorry i'm so <laughs> sorry i'm already having a weird week dude <laughs> i mean i'm just saying maybe i might be wrong i might be wrong but i would say i'm not gonna wood yeah I would say this isn't real wood. I'll take it. <laughs> this is like Ikea wood. <laughs> I'll, it'll still count. It's better than nothing. But yeah, I, w- I would just, um, and it, it's mm-hmm. quite possible. Yeah. But I, it also, I mean, it depends on the clinic. It depends on the bank. It true, depends true, on true. how they run. I think there's so many variables. Oh, yeah. So I, I wouldn't hang your hat on it, I mm-hmm. guess. I, I sort of did that two years ago. I was like, okay, found my half sister, found her by a mom, found her kids. That's it, done. And you just wrapped it up in a little bow yeah. and you're just like, and I'm like, and I have this relationship emotions process. Yeah. I'm like, and done. Like we have a group chat. I texted them earlier today being like, Hey, I'm going on a podcast. Everyone's like, great. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> Love hi, that. Hi, sibling pod. Hi, sibling what, pod. What, what, what's your sister's name? Alex. Hi, Alex. <laughs> How are you? She's great. Except now she might be also having an identity crisis. I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> you all drinkage <laughs> or whatever vice you want like whatever it yeah. is happily next time she comes out east a lot which is great because like okay we've only known each other for about a year and so like getting to know each other it's been like really instantaneous mm-hmm. which is amazing like we instantly connected it was when i was living out west in oregon so we we're like in the same time zone because she's great. out in san fran oh nice yeah and we like had so many calls and we we're like i feel so connected to you after knowing you for like what two weeks yeah it's crazy it is uh, and that's something you hear with um with sibling pods mm-hmm. is in my a lot is like you're like uh, you either there's like no connection mm-hmm. there's nothing yeah or it is like literally you you found a piece of your soul you literally that's and it I, and that's what i hear like so much of the time it's like mm-hmm. you, it's very little in the middle i mean yeah. there are some in the middle but usually it's more of like it's either or yeah uh, it's either a very contentious relationship mm-hmm. or like how the hell did i live a day without you that's how i feel with her i'm just yeah. like i text her like all the time and i'm like how yeah. did we do this like how did we because i always joked when i was a kid kind of weirdly i was always like i always want an older sister because i only had a twin forever yeah. and i was like having an older sister sounds so fun just to like have someone to like borrow her clothes and like try her makeup and my parents are like well you don't have one so stop <laughs> and i'm like okay and i'm like well now i have multiple i have jokes so on you ha- i have so many i manifested this <laughs> exactly um <laughs> So uh, this mm-hmm. might be a really dumb question, no. and I apologize. Is your twin identical or fraternal? Has to be fraternal. Has to be fraternal. Because I'm assigned female at birth, and he is a cisgender guy. So you okay. have to be. You're not identical if it's different genders, because they have to split from the same, and therefore it's the same gender at birth. 
Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Facts I didn't know. Yeah, I know way too much about being a twin. Oh, I yeah, I'd assume. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Very cool fact. Um, interesting. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. Okay, so you are my first double double <laughs> donor <laughs> conceived. Is that the correct term? That's what I'm calling it. I keep calling it DTCP. <laughs> and then everyone's like, "What does that You're mean?" DCP I'm like, "DCP squared." I could be DCP squared, but You're then. I say DCP. Do you know how many people are like, you went to the Disney College program? Oh my God. And I'm like, no, there's another acronym for this. For anyone who just went, what the fuck was that? Yeah. DCP stands for donor conceived person. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> and so they're like, are you a DCP? I'm like, I am. And like, me too. I'm like, I did not go to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Yeah. How, and so you just yeah. watch the light drain from the Disney adult's face? Oh, yeah. I mean, I told you I went to Disney World a few weeks ago and I was talking about being a DCP and everyone said, like, Poof. and I'm like, not that. Not that. It's a lot sadder. Yeah. It, this <laughs> kind is, of. Yeah. This is, this, I mean, it it's is a party a, story. I mean, it's a small world after all, really, I feel like touches us in a very <laughs> specific way. Too real. Too real. A little too real. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get really creepy, um, I found out this is just sort of a side. The sperm donor, mm -hmm. we know where he lives now because we like stalk him on dun, Facebook. Dun, dun. He lives right outside of Portland, Oregon. Oh, shit. He's been there for the last at least five years. And so I have driven past his town so many times when okay. I was living out there. I'm okay. And I'm like, isn't I'm, this terrifying? Okay. So here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I'm, I, uh, my family is all from Portland. Stop. <laughs> They're Do you think all, they could know each other? They might know. Like, I'm I'm curious. I'm like, now I'm just like. I can like, give you his Facebook later. We'll like okay, do a deep gotta, dive. I got to check this because yeah. of like, for some reason. Okay. That's uh, the strangest connection I would have ever heard of in my life. I'm just saying. Okay. What um, are the odds? All right. So for everybody listening, what we're going to do mm -hmm. right now is I'm going to edit the podcast like mm -hmm. literally at the second. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to jump back to getting on it. Mm -hmm. But uh, Rachel's going to tell me the name of their donor if you're comfortable. Yeah. And we're going to just, just go by any chance. See. Yeah, and we'll yeah. let you know if like actually i do know this person because that'd be, that'd be really, fun because i really terrifying my whole family's there i go out there all, you know all the time that's him i mean it gets really it's a small world after all when i talk no about... i don't think so no no i don't He's think so. on the right on the yeah I, yeah I i don't recognize him not part of not part of my 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 mm -hmm. um okay, my family oh, thank goodness oh my god it's uh, just like again it's a small world after all just as a little it's a it gets i think yeah. that's the thing about being dcp is mm -hmm. you realize how tiny i it, mean it is. if you want to go tiny i'm gonna talk more about the egg side because that is so much more concentrated just because it sort of had to be well be, before we before yeah, we go before let, we let, jump before we jump let's start off with like basic fundamentals sure. to the basic building blocks to make sure that we're we're all on the same page so yes. you are double donor conceived i am double donor conceived what does donor double donor conceived mean for all of my listeners who are like what the fuck does right. that mean right 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 okay so double donor conceived means that essentially i was created along with my twin brother using anonymously donated sperm and separately anonymously donated egg they were put into a petri dish made a bunch of embryos i want to say at least 10. Mm -hmm. All of them got shoved up inside my mom, and then they all died, except for me and my twin. And then we were born five months later. Because I do also want to add they were born really, really early, to the point of, like, almost not surviving. Wow. So we've been deemed miracle babies since we were born. Oh, so you... So, so I'm feeling great all uh, the time. So the, like, <laughs> my God, you you are, you are you, you should be so grateful. What a blessing you are. I was are. a pound six ounces at birth, so every time I tell someone that, they're like, how are you alive? I'm like, I don't know. 
jokes on me so you just get all of that all of it all of the like oh my god aren't you such a blessing yes you get all oh and then i'm like i was purchased (laughs) so blessing purchase Mm. you were double purchased i was at least a double purchase because i know my parents also did ivf multiple times this was like their last chance they had us at 40. oh sorry mom and dad you're not gonna watch this but just in case you do do you know how much you cost (laughs) no I mean, it's in the 90s, so, like, you got to adjust, right? I, I've asked, like, my... I really... D- I don't want to ask them. I feel like that gets so uncomfortable. They're like, how much did you purchase us for? Like, all of it. I mean, I, I've asked my my parents, like, how mm-hmm. much did I cost? And they're like, I don't fucking even remember at this point. Yeah. But I know that they were like, it... Easily I, I was 100K. Ex- yeah, I mean... For one, I would say. I would... Yeah, no, it was... Because it, it took three years to conceive me, so I'm like, You're at this dead. point... <gasps> Our parents were married at 30 and they had us at 40. Oh my God. So I mean, on the double length, having parents who are 40 years older than me. Yeah, you were a down payment on a house. My parents already owned a house. Let's not get into that. (laughs) Oh my God. My parents owned a house before they had us. And I'm like, wow, what's that like? Uh, okay, well, millennial yeah. podcast—that's a different thing. Yeah, than millennial right? struggles. Um, okay, so yeah. double, donor. double, double, yeah, egg. double donor egg sperm. I don't know if I'm considered early or not in terms of knowing. Well, how how old were you when you were told? I don't remember a lot of my early childhood, which is interesting. Okay, but I will put a pin in that red well, flag. Yep. Um, I do consult my twin because he remembers more than I do which okay. is convenient, so I have him as my childhood brain. And I believe we were told at six or seven, because I remember them telling us and being like, you were very special. We tried really hard. To, they essentially like kitted it down. They're like, you guys are really special. We wanted really, really hard to have babies. We didn't want to have adoption. Mm-hmm. So we did this, we did this. And they're like, it was super easy to find the sperm, really hard to find the egg for some reason it was like impossible to find an egg i don't know if it had to do with like the uterus or whatever all i know yeah, is that what, what, what was it know. what was it about the egg donor that they needed was there a specific like genetic match or something that no they needed? i don't think so all i know is that my mom was like it was really hard to find an egg donor either that met their specifications okay or maybe it was in the area because I grew up two hours north of here, Mm -hmm. so I'm sort of lucky that I had both Albany and New York City as, like, medical Mm -hmm. places. And so our egg donor was in New York City. Okay. And so I guess she donated. Our parents, like, got a call. My mom scribbled down some notes about this woman, and then they rushed down and got the egg. So compared to, like, a little packet that I have for my sperm donor where it's, like, he's six foot two. He Mm -hmm. was an accountant. He's very handsome, which is weird. I just have, like really really specific piece of information yeah because they were like she does ballet she's left-handed she knows french which is crazy because my twin and i are both handed my twin and i are both left-handed and then both me my brother and a half-sister all studied french middle school high school i studied it through college i studied it in my grad program and come to turn out we're a french comedian it's the, the isn't it nuts? W- w- would the right word be like the synchronicities? Would yeah, that be the right word? I think so. The synchronicities between like donor conceived siblings, mm-hmm. donor conceived people, and their donors like it really mm-hmm. is just like I mean, again, you want to study the power of genetics? Oh, yeah, study donor conceived people. I would love study to be adoptees. Talk to me, people. I want to be a part of a study just because with our egg donor, also my half sister and my twin brother have like the curly hair from that side, I have the sperm donor hair, which is 
also really interesting when you look at me and my twin. I just okay. Yeah, all right. I'll show I you had, one of my twin later. I had a I had a, a moment of just mm -hmm. like you know, uh, and uh, we're drag and drop from our donors. Well, when you said sperm donor hair, I just immediately went into hair <laughs> products, and I'm just like, well, I, there was two ways because either it went into the like something about Mary movie. Mm -hmm. Or I'm like, oh, and the new hair products, you know, Pantene Pro-V, <laughs> sperm donor. <Sperm. don't> <laughs> I just think it's so funny. It's crunchy. It's so crunchy. Ew. <laughs> but my egg donor, um, I also call her my bio mom in like other contexts. But how do you, oh, okay, yeah. when referring to your donors, how do you yeah. want me to refer to each of the, the, the sperm and the egg donor? Do you want me to say bio mom, bio dad, or bio mom, sperm donor? What, what do you... I feel like bio mom, sperm donor is more appropriate just Deal. because of what we've been talking about. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. screw men. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't screw men. Um, but my egg donor and my half sister both had like super curly hair. Yeah. There is one salon in New York City that deals with curly hair. They both went to it for years because they both grew up in the same area. Isn't that insane? Uh, it's And but, then me and my twin were two hours north. So we're like the crossover. It happens all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I literally had, a, there was a commenter on TikTok that was like, even if, uh, you know, a pod is a hundred siblings, the oh, chances of, of them meeting is no, so small. We have all definitely crossed paths. And I'm like, it exists in literally every fucking pod. Yeah. Every, every yeah. pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm, it isn't rare. The mm -hmm. romantic, re having a actual romantic incestual relationship, mm -hmm. I do think, yes, that is more rare. It still happens. Oh, of course it still happens. That is a fear of mine still. Like, I have been specifically looking to date people not in my age group because I'm like, you can't be a half sibling if you're yeah. more than 10 years older than me. It just won't happen. It's it's I a mean, relief. But then I still have to check them and be like, are we related? Oh, I don't I mean, know. My my husband, we got DNA tested before we got engaged. I believe that. Yeah, we had to. Yeah. 100%. That's on my to. dating profiles. I'm like, you might have to get a DNA test because yeah. I don't know. So, okay. Mm -hmm. But in terms of you being a late discovery, so you found out between six and seven, if yeah. I know correctly, and mm -hmm. please donor can see people tell me that I'm yeah. wrong, I believe becoming a, I believe what they now classify as a late discovery mm -hmm. is like anything after the age of four. I've heard that too. I think is what it is. I don't anything know if it's after true. Four? I want to say maybe, but then I'm also like, Double it's in the, I want to double check, but then I'm also like being conceived and born in the 90s. Like, what were they told then? They are probably told to like keep it a secret. Well, I think I would say from today's standards, yeah. it is considered a late discovery. Yeah. When we were created, mm -hmm. that is unheard. Like, the oh, fact yeah. that we were told at all mm -hmm. by our parents, like, and they this was like they weren't forced to that yeah. is a miracle i mean mm -hmm. i was told by my by my parents at the mm -hmm. age of 14. Mm. technically yes according to today's standards That's i am late. considered a late discovery yeah and i would not recommend that to any oh, recipient yeah. parents out there but i was conceived in 1988. Mm -hmm. the f i'm 35. the fact that i was told mm -hmm. at 14 is a bloody miracle mm -hmm. that's how i feel about it bloody fucking miracle yeah where i'm like i'm glad i was told like my yeah. half sister on my egg side wasn't told they didn't tell her yeah. she had an inkling because i'm assuming that people would like yeah. i knew that like when i was you know going through puberty and i was like i'm different than my parents like yeah. not like sort of in a like blood sheep way mm -hmm. but i was also like noticing that my body was changing in ways that my mom's body wasn't like why because we're not genetically related and then i'm like i had people this... are, di <laughs> people are different. different i mean i had this like not an issue, but when I was like getting sort of into puberty, my hair got really thick. 
Mm-hmm. And so my parents both have like very thin, very black hair. They're just like, you run a comb through it, you're good. And I would do that. I And I would cry. And I got a rat's nest to the point where I had to get it cut out at the salon and I sobbed. I uh, have never related to anything more because oh good god okay I've never rela- because my all my family has pin straight mm-hmm. that super fluffy soft hair mm. that literally all they have to do is like a comb and yeah. they're just like and whereas for me I you can't really tell but like I have like <laughs> I, why do you think all my hair is cut off yeah no and it's like I have if I let my hair go it's a fro oh I'm like a lion's mane if I yeah. like let it grow out yeah. I'm like. <sighs> Yeah, it oh, gets absolutely. more yellow, which is crazy and cool. But I'm like, it's so much. I don't want to deal with it. And I just kept yeah. going shorter and shorter. And and they were like, just rush, run a brush through it. And all it yeah. did was like give my hair more of a circumference. Oh, I could literally just take the comb and go, and then just like stick a whole bunch of combs on my yeah. head. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I literally was uh, messaging with a, a donor conceived person who found out a few days ago, and I was you know talking mm-hmm. to her, and I told her I was like take things slowly yeah take things at your pace yeah be kind to yourself mm-hmm. and it was like this is a long process oh yeah you are going to be going through waves of emotion over mm-hmm. the next like 10 fucking years over this 10 years i'm saying for like, the rest of your life the rest of- oh actually i said yeah, that right. to my half brother yesterday too where he's like i'm so overwhelmed i'm like yep that makes sense there's a lot of us i'm like do you want to call i'm like what yeah. are you okay with he's like i'm not ready for a call yet i'm like that's fine yeah like obviously you just met me Listen, i'm just like but i want to yeah. let you know that like i felt like i'm like because i already like i don't want to be like it's done on the exit because apparently it might not be but i'm like i'm so sorry <laughs> okay. i don't know i just i don't think you can sit here and go like it's fine but i'm like ah! i already boxed it like i'm just saying I boxed it you know it the away. fertility industry at this point I you do. know the kind of shit they pull uh. like i'm just like i just i wouldn't that's the you one. won't knock it i wouldn't knock it i'm just saying like Okay. <laughs> I just, like we know the shit they do. I know, do. I know. I was I'm I have false hope, false pretenses. I'm just like I'm hopeful, but I know it's not true. I mean, do do whatever you need to do to make sure that you can like go to bed and wake up in the morning. Yeah. But just I'm like just put that like little that little bunny, that little yeah. bunny baby in the back yeah, of yeah, your yeah. head. Just to, like, I'm going to text my sister waiting and be like, "Hey, um I know we boxed this, but like we may have to unbox." <laughs> just keep a box cutter present. Yeah, That's yeah. all I'm saying. Safety scissors. You maybe you maybe never need it you maybe never need it exactly but just have Bring access of emergency have access to it yeah 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 oh gosh but yeah no i definitely feel that like being kind to yourself and going slow like yeah. i was telling someone i'm like i've been you know like knowing most of my family i mean i also i don't know about anyone else but i did my dna test in waves where i did the mm. first i did 23 and me in december 21 and then i got those results in january and i was like okay that's a lot of siblings because I had the egg donor side and mm-hmm. then I had a bunch on the sperm donor side. And I'm like, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with this. And then I'm like, okay, I found my egg donor. I met my egg donor. I met my half sister. I met my other half sister. I've like talked to a bunch of people. I'm like, okay, it's been a year. Now I'm going to do ancestry thinking I'd have the exact same siblings. You know what? I had none of the same siblings. Everyone was different. Oh my God. And I had to bring everyone together like a little pulley being like hey guys come over here because we we gotta have a we gotta have we have a have to have have to huddle no because they found a sperm donor oh shit and none of us knew and so we're all like you did what now and they're like yeah here's his facebook here's his linkedin uh we emailed this burner email here go process this yeah pretty much (laughs) they gave you a package to be like have fun yeah yeah they're like here's everything we know and i'm like great i know nothing oh so we had to i mean we're i don't want to be like we're very smart people but like 
the people whose genetics I come from are very intelligent, mm -hmm. which is sort of cool, sort of terrifying. Yeah. Because, like, my bio mom has a PhD in neuroscience. Amazing. And she does grants with the National Institute of Health. That's like, really cool. Yeah, she's, like, complete bamf. And I'm like, I love that. I love, I love that. that. I come from her, and I feel very powerful. And As then, you should. Thank you. And then with the sperm donor side, he's, like... Very, uh, not as literary. He's more like numbers stuff, mm -hmm. whereas my egg donor is more like artsy and music. And I think it's so cool that I feel like I sort of have like both brains. I love that in my head, where I'm like, I have that creative side, but I also have the analytical side because I got my bachelor's in accounting also, along with my sperm donor. Yeah, and I found that out when I was 22. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, double donor conceived. Yes. I how. Because there's so Ow. much, I, I'd love to like unpack that. <laughs> oh, gosh. As to yep. go to, I mean, I know that this is a big question and I know there's going to be like, A, this is part one and part two and part three. But oh, yeah. like, how has that affected you? How, what has your journey been like being double donor conceived? Because mm. like, just being donor conceived in general mm -hmm. is like, there's a lot to process, especially mm -hmm. depending on your story and depending, you know, on, yeah. on who you are. Yeah. But double donor conceived is like. Yeah, that's a that's that I would assume that's a lot to process. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, like I was saying, when I was like going through puberty and I was mm -hmm. noticing that, like, oh, I'm different than both my parents. I also started to notice more that like my friend really looked like her mom and my other friend looked like his dad. And I'm like. I wish I knew who I looked like. Mm. And I mean, I was already like doing with a bunch of like mental health stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is not helping. Ew, so yeah. like not having a true sense of my identity from, you know, birth until I did these DNA tests pretty much. And I found out like who the people are because I got the information when I was 22. And I'm like, this doesn't tell me much. This tells me facts. It doesn't tell me who the person is. And I still feel very like lost and like not grounded. What if, okay. Yeah. What, how much, what was in the profile? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, were, was the, were, was the egg donor and the sperm donor from the same bank? Not at all. Not at all. No. What was in your profiles? What, what, what could you have? What did they offer you? I only really have the profile for the sperm donor. Okay. And I had a piece of paper where it had his number. It had about a one-page bio where it was, it was a it was a page. Was your donor profile? Yeah, his donor. Yeah, and so it was like it was also from 1993, so it looked like it was like typed up. It might not even have been. Oh, it looked like a typewriter. Or it something? was. A it might have been a typewriter. Oh my god, I love it. If you, I should have brought it. I have it at home. I'm like, it's coveted. <laughs> I'm so scared to let anything touch it now. Okay, so it has his number, his mm -hmm. bio, a bio, very weirdly written, where it's like, this man is a handsome and attractive. He likes singing and playing guitar. And I'm like, this doesn't help me. <laughs> like, what? And then I think on the other side, it had a drawing of him. <laughs> like, a drawing where it's like, this is how tall he is. And this is what his ear looks like. And I'm like, I'd this like a photo. This is what his ear looks like. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. I mean. It's literally a doodle, though. It's not a photo. It's, it's a not, doodle. It's literally just a doop, little doodle of an ear. <laughs> and I'm like, what good is this? <laughs> Why are you giving me this? Someone was like, dude, now profile. Okay, stand still. I need to draw ear. your ear. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what we... Okay. That's what we need to know. <laughs> is his ear shape. I'm going to find sorry. the photos and I'm going to like, I'm going to send you Please these later. Please send me this photo. Yeah. I, 
out of anything you could have put on a donor profile here okay and it's a doodle yeah i mean i don't know if a picture would have been better but i just i would have loved a photo if i'm being frank even i know if it was it. an ear and you were just like running around going like i'm trying to match this ear so it's like this weird donor conceived cinderella story i mean yeah that's what i did with my half sister i'm like let me stare at your ears where I'm just like, do our ears match? I'm like, do you have a widow's peak? What are your ears like? What are your toes like? So you just started like always paying attention to ears now. Yes. Like it became a hyperfixation hyper of ears and toes. Because me and my twin brother, I call them like cell phone bar toes where it's like the biggest toe and then it goes straight down. No one I know has that toe shape. Okay. Everyone else has like the second longer yeah. index toe. And I'm like, who the hell has my feet? Like that's something that I've been thinking about where I'm like, you know, like as I was like going into being an adult, I'm like... I don't want to be like, where does my body come from? But I'm also like, where do my attributes come from? Mm -hmm. And I, again, I felt so confused and lost about things because just some, I don't know. Especially when I just like got more into understanding who I am just as an adult. Yeah. I'm like, I'd really like to just know my genetic stuff and health history also. Because hey. you know what we were told? We were always told like, oh no, you're perfectly fine. You don't uh. have anything. Like no... The health biggest history fucking lie literally of the goddamn industry and then i got the paper and on um i think on the egg donor paper it's like mom has a history of alcoholism and i'm like why the fuck didn't you tell me that when i was 18 and drinking and mm. you know genetic predisposition for addiction pretty much Ooh. i would have loved to know that when i was not 22 yeah yeah oh and i also found out from the dna test that i'm a carrier for cystic fibrosis i'm not planning on having children thankfully but i wish i had known that when i was younger yeah uh, i don't how... i've known i've known none of my medical history until i've done these dna tests how um is there anything on the profile profiles that you have found to be inaccurate <sighs> I don't know so much about the sperm donor just because I don't know as much about him mm -hmm. yet. With the egg donor, the things that I had, I believe, were true. But my half-sister was told that the donor was Jewish. She is very much not Jewish. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so, you know, like you've heard of people being like, oh, I'm accidentally Jewish or not accidentally, but like genetically Jewish. I don't know if my parents were told that. I feel like it would have been a positive because I was raised half Jewish. My dad mm -hmm. is Jewish. And so I felt pretty connected to mm -hmm. Judaism and I still do. But when I got the test and they're like, you're not Jewish dummy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's sad. But on the flip flip, I also had, I'm carrying a specific disease that is only in Ashkenazi Jewish people. Have you heard of maple syrup urine disorder? I have not heard of maple I syrup urine. I only heard about that because I have it. I'm a carrier. It is what common. is maple syrup urine disorder? It is very not common. It's very rare. It is usually seen in infants in Ashkenazi Jewish culture where you basically get really sweet urine and then you die. Pretty much. I'm going to fact check this. Please. That went from <laughs> zero to 100 really fast. I know there's death involved. I'm sorry, but maple syrup. I mean, you can't name something that is like death. Yeah. A cutesy name like maple syrup. Yeah. Urine no, like, how do you think I felt when I saw that? I'm like, I have what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, maple syrup. Yeah. I'm like, that can't be what it's called. They're like, that's that is what that it's called. That sounds like something like a three-year-old would make up. You can't give yeah. something that's deadly a cute name. Yep. That's yep. the new rule, everyone. The new rule. 
the new rule everyone i'm sorry that's bullshit yeah and i'm like wow i wish i like had i mean obviously the maple syrup urine thing does not affect me thankfully but i'm like i still would have liked to know these things yeah and then as i was talking to my egg owner she's like my daughter has had a bunch of issues just with like her ovaries and like i don't know if it's pcos or something mm. but that's still something i would have liked to know yeah as like a puberty adult yeah and all that fun stuff of course yeah okay all right okay so you're dealing with this from both sides oh yeah so it's like i, I mean at least for i'm me, so tired yeah well i mean i know that like when i was going through all of this like holy shit who am i yeah i could at least sort of hold on to like my mom's <laughs> side <laughs> and you're look fine that's <laughs> nice what's that <laughs> what's that like i have had no grounding whatsoever <laughs> It yeah. feels very volatile. Because I, I remember, like, one of the first, like, memories that I had, like, after I was told, mm. I was, like, sitting with my grandfather mm. and, like, you know, leaning up against him. And I noticed, like, him him and I had, like, the same shape of hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, like, and that kind of made me feel, like, a little bit, like, oh, no, 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 I, I have a, like, there I could You have it. a genetic root. I have a genetic connection. Yeah. And that helped me out. And I looked just like my mom. But it was. Must a, be nice. I know. Oh, <laughs> so bad. But I'm, I'm, like, I at least had that. Yeah. You're. Nope. None of that. And it's like entirely mm -hmm. two different like play like it, yeah. it, it it's it's like you have home it's like you have a massive amount of homework from two insane subjects. Exactly. Like A push and org chem. Yes. Literally. Those are the two yeah. things. I mean, I gotta say the one thing I am really grateful for is that I do have a full twin. Because I do know I know like one or two donor conceived people where they're that's it just them yeah. and i'm like even if my twin isn't like he's not super into this like he kind of cares but he's not like you know like going on a podcast about he's, it he's not <laughs> like us where we're like hyper fixating on sperm and eggs and embryos <laughs> no and, he's hyper fixating on everything else i'm like you can do that i'm you gonna know be what? I'm, I'm gonna be hyper fixated on this you do with your own i'm stuff. happy for him good for you what is that like <laughs> i'm gonna send this to him he's gonna be like i actually care a lot i'll be like well you don't make it vocal <laughs> Uh, but with him, I'm like, at least I have someone else to talk yeah, to and be like, course. what the fuck is this? How do we process? What do we do with this? Yeah. How do, because, yeah. It's a we, which is, I'm thankful that it's a we. But even in the donor-conceived community, you have a unique story. Yeah. Like, there, I, I mean, I feel like, because, I mean, you are donor-conceived. Oh, 100%. You are donor-conceived. Yeah. But... On both sides. On both sides, you are not adopted, mm -mm. but there are elements of not ha of of mm -hmm. that are like you can kind of understand, but you're you're obviously you're not adopted. You're not part of the adoption industry. No, I call myself like genetically adopted sometimes to make it like easier on some people because that's I... essentially what I was. That. Okay, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So you are donor conceived. You're also genetically adopted. Yeah. Now, if somebody came up to you and were like, oh, you're essentially, um, you were essentially born via embryo donation. Would no. you agree with that? Not at all. No. Why would you say no, not at all? I say no, not at all, because um, I was created by two people who will never meet. These mm. two people do not know the other's name. They are never going to know the other one exists if I can help it because I feel very weird about that, honestly. That is actually such a weird thing to think about. Your genetic parents will never meet. They created lives. They're together. never going to meet. And they're yeah. never gonna meet. They don't even know each other. They don't they're on opposite sides of the country. 
And they have children. And they have children together. And they have, that's so interesting. I hate it. <laughs> I get really sad because then I'm like, when I think about embryo donation, I'm like, at least it's from two people who know the other one exists. But I mean, embryo donations got so many yeah. problems. Oh, when, yeah. 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 We're not getting into that bag of worms today. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I, I, yeah, the, the adoptee community, mm -hmm. which I fully agree with, are like, you, uh, embryo adoption is like, you're just creating adoptees. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's kind of how I feel too. Where I feel like, I mean, I always felt from like when I was younger, I was like, oh, I don't really want to have kids because I'm like, what would I tell my kid? Mm -hmm. Like, who's who's my grandparent? I don't know. Who's my mm -hmm. grandma? I don't know. Who are my cousins? I don't know. Like, I feel that because I was made in a lab, that I don't really have any draw to like bring on new life because I feel it's just like why would I put that on someone else? I would be, I want, and and and, and not to go clinical or yeah. anything, but like, I, I really would be very curious to know. I th This is where it's like, when we talk about long-term side effects of donor mm -hmm. conception mm -hmm. and how, because there's never been studies. On of course not. When, whether it's psychological mm -hmm. or physical, this is where I'm like, I really want to know what they find. Oh yeah. I want to I'm know. I want to be involved. Yes, I and especially from like somebody who's double donor conceived. Mm -hmm. I I cuz there are not many, but there are a few of you out yeah. there. I would love to understand mm -hmm. how this in I would say ha affects psychologically, physically mm -hmm. you throughout your entire life. And I'd love yeah. to see the constants. Yeah. Because it, it really is like there's so many ethical, moral questions that come up with it. I mean, I always feel weird sometimes when I get complimented by people because sometimes I think, oh, this is something that my parents picked specifically from my donor. Like with the sperm donor, they're like, he has really thick hair. He likes singing. I feel like those are traits that my parents specifically picked from this guy. Mm. And so I'm like, I feel weird that this is like coming out it feels a little bit like a build-a-bear situation yeah i feel very build-a-bear yeah yeah just sort of like oh like i have like hair thickness from this person and then i'm like musically inclined from my mm -hmm. bio mom and i'm like it's interesting it's cool but then i feel like very aware that i also did not grow up with the people who that comes from I think so. I think that it comes with a very. This brings on a very interesting subject mm -hmm. because one of the things that I would say I get into debates in, and yeah. debate is a very nice word in yeah. the comment section, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> is that people go, "Well, what's the difference between picking a donor out versus picking somebody to date?" And I'm like, I'm like, There's I'm, so. I mean, what it's there is a difference, and there has mm -hmm. to be acknowledged that it is finding somebody who you are genuinely attracted to yeah. and going i like this person mm -hmm. versus i'm gonna pay for these traits i was gonna say that's, that's the number two one different thing things. where i'm like money does not exchange hands ideally when you date someone I mean, sometimes <laughs> you never know um i'm not shaming but like yeah. usually in dating you do not get paid to date the person with donor conception yeah it was solely a transaction yeah like my sperm donor made it very clear that it was a transaction, that he doesn't necessarily want to have a relationship with any of us. So that's fun. Yeah, I I I love oh god. 
it's so much common in the i gotta say being on both sides Mm -hmm. so much more common on the sperm donor side my egg donor she's lovely we were terrified to email her we're like what if she you know doesn't respond what if she hates us what if she's a republican what if that look it's a fear like i've had some have siblings reach out to me like hey don't reach out to so-and-so my donors are republican too i'm so sorry mine aren't they're very liberal (laughs) my bio dad don't fact check this but apparently my bio dad works in finance in the cannabis industry and i'm like fuck yeah fuck yeah that's sick i'm like give me in nepotism (laughs) unfortunately i don't think that's how it works but oh man where's it going with this i had a point We'll get, we're, I I feel like we're sort of doing the 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 Jeremy Barry timeline right yeah. now. I feel I feel like that's what we're, we're just that's how it about. feels. It's so good. <laughs> I, I I love it. I feel like we're full like neurodivergenting out right now. Oh, 100 percent. And it's fine. Just Every, eking out. It's good. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're all following. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sorry so, to anyone else who's just not neurodivergent <laughs> and is just very confused about what we're doing. Because <laughs> I mean, can we talk about how I was saying that? everyone on my egg donor side is neurodiverse in some way on your egg donor side yes so that's confirmed on your egg donor side yes not our egg donor specifically because i don't believe she's gotten tested but okay my half sister egg donated my twin brother both of my egg donors raised children all of us are neurodiverse in some way and I was this on the donor profile. Of course not. Of course not. No. How would they have known? Because also we know autism is less diagnosed in women. And so it's like doubly an issue. And I only got diagnosed in February of this year. So very new. Congratulations. I got a cookie. It was great. That's a good day. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it's Wait, which, which cookie did you, did you do Levain? No, I <sighs> like the doctor's office. They gave me a cookie. They're oh. like, congrats oh, on the autism. Great. Here you go. <laughs> And I'm like, this is, I'll, I'll recommend them. Like, I highly recommend them. <laughs> I love that so much. They're but lovely. Yes. What, what, yeah. what doctor's office was this? Uh, Gray Matters down on West 22nd. They give you cookies. This they're, is fucking weird. That's... They're like queer aligned, women owned. Nice. Give you cookies. Okay. The triple frat. Yes. Give you cookies. <laughs> that just wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but if anyone the, the the cookie place that I I mm. was just recommended Levine uh, Levine yes, is Levine. my is my that's um, also my go to my uh, my husband and I we didn't have a wedding cake we had a tower of Levine cookies <sighs> I love that for you thank you that's I, I loved it for us too mm. and it was um and and if I may my favorite is the uh, chocolate with peanut butter chip but also recently yeah. they came out with a coconut chocolate caramel see I can't do coconut oh, it's a okay. texture again it's I a tism thing it's a weird texture food thing but. But if you yeah. like coconut, I highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. But they're all phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Every single cookie's amazing. But those are those are hands down. Sweet. Those are what what was your what is your Levain? <sighs> Always go chocolate. Chocolate chip. Classic. Uh, the classic one? Yeah. Oh, I mean it is the, the classic. Exactly. Is, is fabulous. I always feel like I gotta go classic with these places. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, that that is a New York City. I think they did actually just open up a store in California. I think they did. I'll tell my sister. I think and maybe I'll in check. Los Angeles, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think so. I might be. But if you're ever in New York City, just go to a Levine. There's a couple of locations. Yep. It's fantastic. There's so many. It's great. And it's worth every yeah. every bite. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But OK, anyway, <laughs> back to the thing. Yeah. So your identity. <laughs> I'd rather talk about cookies. We, I mean, I feel like now I'm like, damn, I don't have cookies. Shit. I know. No, we can get some later. We can totally get some later. OK, yeah. so. Uh, OK, so you. Grew up. So you grew up. 
and you are having this i feel like would it be like almost like a tug of war situation i would call it a tug of war i mean i also don't think i mentioned this live but when it came to understanding my donors when my parents told me they're like you're really wanted we had two donors they didn't give me the information on them when i was seven mm -hmm. or six however young i was they were like just don't tell anybody keep it a secret oh. and i'm like this is stupid why would i keep that a secret this is really fucking cool and i went around in first so grade full neurodivergent and we're like this is this doesn't this make is, sense no i'm like this i'm like this doesn't make sense i'm gonna do what i want and so i went to first grade and i was I like <laughs> i like went around to all my first grade kids like with me and i'm like my mom and dad use donors and they're like okay no one knew what that meant. I think everyone when I was 10 years old, I think I literally told the entire school that was like, it took three years to conceive me. I said that to <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know what I'm really just parroting. <laughs> and my mom was like, Laura, there's sometimes we don't share everything. Yeah. And like sometimes we keep things private. I'm like, I don't understand. This, I don't I don't I, want to do I, that. I don't get that. No, I'm like, this is I... I thought it was neat. I mean, I thought it was cool too. I just want to joke that it's like a party story that I tell like at parties when I'm like meeting new people. Dude, that's sometimes. how I used to flirt with people's like hey that's i'm a how sperm I, donor baby that's hey. how i heard people now i'm just like hey have you taken a dna test but getting back to like you know my parents told me when i was little they did not tell me that the donors were alive i want to make that point because since they did not tell me anything about the donors when i was little my little kid brain went oh they must be dead and i made that assumption based off nothing it was just easier okay. for my little kid brain to be like they donated they're dead and that's it I'm like, well, I don't have to look for them. They're dead. Like, <laughs> and then I got the papers. Are they like praying mantis or something? Like they, <laughs> you for and it's, just, it's gone. Yeah, just gone. I'm like, they donated. They no longer exist. Yeah. I'm like, maybe they died in a fire. I don't know, but I was. It was easier. The, okay, this just became an anti-donation ad. <laughs> really fast. <laughs> no, I mean it could be, but not for that reason. They're very much alive. Both of them are very much alive. I must say that. But I didn't think that they were until I, I got this paper on them when I was 22. And I was like, oh, they're not dead? Blew my mind. It, it was a coping mechanism. That's... 100%. It was sad. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Child was so funny. <laughs> I just, I have no, I just, I just, I feel, I, I just, I feel so connected because I'm like, I love so hard that that was like where you jumped to. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they're dead. Yeah, yeah no, this it's, is easier. They're just, dead. Because I'm, because I, I would have. If I knew at like a young age, yeah, would you have also thought that? One hundred percent, and I would have like put together a musical with my stuffed oh my animals God. about it. And I, would I didn't have go made, that far, like, thankfully. I would have made a Greek tragedy story. It would have been four acts, and I would have absolutely had like my American Girl doll sitting there as like my mm. audience being like, "Okay, and here's the tragedy." Like I, I know that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God. yeah. Yeah. So like, imagine growing up thinking the people that you come from are dead and then realizing at 22 oh they're very much not dead okay um you did you see the movie frozen 2 not all of it i've seen it in bits and pieces why okay you the way you just said that and I, everybody like who saw frozen 2 please He's back dead. me up on that is when olaf says and they're dead, dead. i've seen that said it just like thank that you, thank you thank you uh josh god hit me up <laughs>
that is like the funniest line in that fucking movie i've watched those clips so many times like the little minis because i love that i just oh, think yeah. olaf retelling disney stories is so funny <laughs> that was my thought though that they were just dead they were just dead <laughs> So I was sort of like growing up where I was like, oh, the people who I come from don't exist. La, 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 la. Uh, sucks. Don't do that. I love how that was your coping mechanism. I didn't like, say it was a good one. I... It was one. My therapist, I talked to my therapist last night. I've had her since I was 12, just to give me an idea. On and off therapy since the age of 12. God bless. God bless, Amy. God bless, we Amy. We love Amy. We love Amy. Amy's getting this link immediately. Oh, my awesome, Amy. You're great. <laughs> oh, she's like, I'm I'm going to watch a podcast. I'm like, you better. I pay you too much. <laughs> I'm like, we have a long-standing professional relationship Does Amy here. also provide cookies? <gasps> she could. She Amy, gave... you got to step up your game. She's up in New Paltz. Like, she's too far. New Paltz doesn't have cookies? They do, but I'm not in New Paltz. And I don't oh, want to go there. it's, it's Tele-Zoom. It's digital, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm like, next time I see her, I'll be like, bring me cookies. That, uh, yes. Because she gave me a weighted blanket one time. <gasps> Isn't that lovely? That She's like, lovely. you need this. I'm like, I really do. Because I like just moved back and I was like depressed as shit. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm terrible. She's like, here's a weighted blanket for you. And that I'm is like, amazing. Mommy? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, not knowing my bio mom. Uh, yeah, so, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, no, I, I, I feel that. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I look for maternal inspo in most older women? Yeah, definitely. Do I look for someone who's more appropriate for me than my actual mother in terms of age range and interest? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was little, I just, like, sometimes I'd be like, are you my mom? You know, like, the little, like, dog book when you're like, are you my mother? Yeah, oh, the, the little birdie asking yeah, the yeah, tractor. Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of felt like that. <laughs> But again, I thought they were dead. <laughs> so I'm like, and are you dead or dead? And they were dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you thought they were dead. Yes. And then at 22, you're like, they're not dead. Yeah. And then. The I sat on that for a while because I was graduating undergrad, going to work. I'm like, I don't have time to deal with this yet. I'm like, I'm not ready to like do the DNA test or anything. And I just like held on to the documents. And then I just held on to it until COVID hit. I was living in England at the time and I had to move back to America as you do as you do and so I like moved back to America moved out to Oregon and I was like I feel like I'm finally settled enough to like do a DNA test because mm -hmm. I was like I'm 3,000 miles away from my family I'd like to know my med history I'd like to like tell doctor something I'm like <laughs> all right let's like open up the can of worms so did that and then the whole thing just started and now we're here and now we're here <laughs> three years later and right and two years if I did COVID well, did you do it in 2020? I did it in 21. Oh, then yeah, that's COVID two years. hit. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what time is anymore. No, I mean, I feel like the time. It feels so weird just I, with all of this. I feel like since COVID hit, time mm -hmm. doesn't does not exist. It I don't feel like we ever got back on our timeline. No, I think it's still 2020 in my head a little bit. It still is. I I'm still <laughs> convinced. I feel like we're all frozen in, in trauma. Yeah, we're I mean. I gotta say though, if it wasn't for COVID, I wouldn't have done the DNA test because I would still be living in England. Wow. And okay. I'm like, that. I don't think it would have happened, right? Because I don't know how England's DNA tests go and I don't think they're linked to America. Um, I, this is, again, this is out of, this is out this of is, my, yeah. out of my bounds. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you too many autistic questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going too deep. I'm just saying I have my hyperfixation places, <laughs> but we're, we're going into places where I haven't hyperfixated and I'm like, oh, fuck it. No, you're good. You're good. Oh my God. Uh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. now that you are in the community, mm -hmm. you are, uh, 
you you have a, a pod of 19 and counting on the sperm side on the sperm side 19 and counting and then three on the egg donor side three not including my twin and myself i don't know how i don't know how to count because i made a tiktok recently where i was like oh there's 23 of us and then i realized it was actually 22 because uh, i forgot how to count that's good that's that's okay mm, mm, it's great because there's good. some i keep forgetting about apparently there's a spreadsheet and i need to get access to i every single goddamn pod has a spreadsheet and that is one of my favorite things is we that... have been joking about making a powerpoint like an intro As like you, yes hello I fully welcome this. to donor group blank you are number blank of this number <laughs> here's the families that. and then because almost i don't know about your pod but almost all of us are at least twins really a lot of us yeah there's like three sets of twins and then two triplets shit yeah at least like as Whoa. far as we know of so far uh so not not for me yeah. um i will say though most of my pod has no interest in talking oh uh, it's only i only have one sister who wants to talk everyone oh. else is um no one in my pod except for me was told oh no so right now i think it's just everyone dealing with trauma yep that would do it i think it's just everyone dealing with trauma so, so yeah i'm i'm hoping maybe mm -hmm. in a certain amount of years i'll I get mean, a call yeah. from brothers and sisters going hey although to be fair i was realizing i, I kind of did that yeah because i was like um, i don't want to think about you yet because i'm like there's too many of you yeah. focusing on this side first and i also i realized this um because like my other one of my sisters was the mm -hmm. one who initially reached out to people yeah. and then i got a um, my first brother came mm -hmm. in and so i was the first one to reach out yeah and so i did that and then i realized if he googles me <gasps> that might be really <laughs> overwhelming because <laughs> i'm like that might that's be like, like your stick that's just, your bread and butter i'm on the internet running around the capitol building in a fucking <laughs> sperm suit that might be overwhelming for some people who yeah. are discovering their donor conceived for the first time yeah and they might just go uh no thank mm -hmm. you and that's we are we're done we're done mm -hmm. we're done thank you so mm -hmm. much i'm realizing like oh yeah i'm I, I oh shit and so i i, I have to figure out a different way of like maybe um a different sibling uh like maybe my yeah. other sister uh when because right now she's having some health issues yeah but like when she maybe maybe she needs to be the one like a welcome committee maybe she's the we welcome have a welcome we have a welcome committee where I it's just like one. me you might have to like designate that we don't have like yes. designated people but we have like our little group of like we're gonna reach out if we see we get a new donor or because new sibling. i do worry that it, it might be a little overwhelming oh, yeah. because yeah and I mean, I, it, I think so. Like in any situation, it would be overwhelming. Well, and I mean, I know, and for a different situation, it's mm -hmm. overwhelming. Is like you know the people who find they're a part of like Dr. Klein's pod. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, it, the the welcome committee is Jacoba, and like thank God, Jacoba is like literally yeah. the sweetest fucking human being. Yeah. But it's still like that that's pod. A lot. That pod is like yeah, being part of that pod is mm -hmm. like oh, there's a mm -hmm. that's overwhelming. Oh yeah. That's overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I did realize that like I, I anyone realizing that I am their sibling, it might be a little bit like, and she's a lot. Yeah, she's a bit much. See, I feel that way about me as well. But that's just I'm like I'm not as an advocate as you. I'd say like I got really involved recently. Mm -hmm. Like I've been talking with the USCCC, mm -hmm. working with the DCC, doing some videos with like an embryo company. Love it. Yeah, and I'm like okay, I'm like starting to get my toe in, Love and I'm it. like I feel like I can like 
talk more confidently about this to new people and be like, here's the industry. Here's what's up. But also, here's me as a new sibling. I feel like coming that at both sides, that yeah. can be like a lot. It's the the advocacy is a whole different mm -hmm. realm of it. And yeah. it's so interesting because like some donor conceived people are literally they come in and they are just like immediate like, what the fuck can I do? Yeah. And then others are like, absolutely not. I, yeah. I need to like take this at a really like I, I just need oh, yeah. one one little bead at a time. Yeah. And it's just very interesting, like seeing everybody's different reaction to mm -hmm. it. Uh, and then there's a lot of people who are like, I'm not fucking touching this. Yeah, I'm just I'm not. I mean, that's all fair to them. That's you know? legit. It's legit. Just, ugh, it's always a lot when you get a new 23andMe notification. So I want to <coughs> ask the big mm. controversial question. Mm. And I and I want every, all of my listeners, anyone who's listening to this, we are going to respect this opinion. Mm -hmm. We are going to respect it because this is their lived experience. Yeah. Okay. We are going to respect this. Thank you. And we're going to be kind. Okay. Don't cancel me, please. I have a very small following. I built it up for years. <laughs> Is what do you do you think double donor conception is ethical? Do you think that it is something that should be an option? And I understand this is a nuanced big question. It really so is. if this is a it, I'm not expecting a yes yeah. or a no. Um but it yeah, I'm curious to mm -hmm. know if what your feelings are yeah. on this. I mean, I can tell you just with my existence, I wish I wasn't created this way. Mm -hmm. Because growing up not knowing my genetic identity, even if I had known who these people were, I still feel like double donation, I just don't think it's a way that a child should be brought up. Mm -hmm. Because like we were talking about, you had a genetic connection with your grandpa. I did not know that. I still don't know that. I only met with my genetic parent for the first time this year. And I feel like that's something that I don't think kids should be subjected to. It's just, it's hard, you know? No, that's that's legit and yeah. fair. Now, I know I, because I, I, I do know that I have some recipient parents listening who do have double donor conceived children who well, I'm sure we're still going to exist, yeah, you know? Well, I, yeah. and, they're, and I know right now they're probably their heart is sinking into their stomach yeah. right now. So mm. I would love for you mm -hmm. to now in this instance is what can, what is important for those recipient parents who have those double donor conceived children? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is like, what is the, what are the most important things for them to know? A hundred percent share information about the donor as early as possible, as often as possible. Make it sort of a part of their narrative. Mm -hmm. Because the way my parents did it, they didn't talk about the donors at all. And mm -hmm. so I feel like the way that they talked about us being donor-conceived was non-legitimate. They kept mm -hmm. saying, they still say things where they're like, oh, you get your hair from your grandpa, who is my dad's dad. And I'm like, no. No. They're like, oh, it's so good that we all like don't have food allergies. And I'm like, yes, but no you know no. so i'm like i mean first of all legitimizing the fact that your child is double donor conceived mm -hmm. number one like respecting that i'd say yeah. making them feel not covering it not up. covering it up not sanitizing not, it exactly not like i don't, don't want to be like whitewashing but not like prettifying it yeah. like it's a legitimate thing and i feel like first of all you have to talk about it mm -hmm. just to make it understood from your kid yeah and then 
I know I'm hoping now that there's like more auto, uh, options with like photos and information sharing that might be more accurate than what happened in the 90s. Mm. I'm shut up. Let me be hopeful. Okay. <laughs> Let me assume. I, I will be hopeful when we see regulations. Passed. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not I'm not leaving yeah. it up to the banks and clinics discretion. Nope, that's fair. And we know how good those banks and clinics are. They're awesome. They're mm. they totally They don't do. have fires. They don't. They don't uh, <laughs> they don't were, were you told that shit went up in fires? My half sister was. Oh someone else has told a flood. Okay, okay. Just to, to catch everybody up. This yeah. is like one of my favorite things. So this is like one of <laughs> this my is favorite. Very common. This is this is like my favorite common thing that we all experience. Okay, so and, and this yeah. happened to me too. Yeah. Is we call the donor can see people. Oh, I and, emailed. And or emails. Yeah. And this also is very common with adoptees as well. Oh, I bet. Um when they call up like their um their uh their their the, mm -hmm. the adoption agency. Yeah, yeah. Is, so we call up our clinic in Cryobank yeah. saying, like, I would love medical history, can I yeah. have my donor profile, whatever. Yeah. And the amount of us including myself who are told oh your papers don't exist anymore they went up in a fire i wasn't told a fire i was just told we have no record and i'm like how do you not have a record when i exist that at least is sort of honest no is it isn't it? well it's like we don't have it because they deleted it at least they're saying like we don't fucking have it sorry uh, i mean they're like you need to give us this form that proves that you were a donor conceived person i'm like how would i have this form that i didn't exist yet how can I prove it if, you, if I don't have the fucking paperwork? Literally, I'm like, I can do a blood test. I can do so many tests. But document-wise, I got nothing. Which flood is it? Um, because I know that, like, well, because I, I know California, you, oh, I California believe. flood. Because I know that, like, a lot of the industry uses Katrina as a reason that, like, a lot of the the information is gone. That's so stupid. It's. I mean, let's take one of like. I mean, I'm sorry to anyone who was affected by Hurricane Katrina, but like. There's no way. Well, I, I love how it's also like, let's, I love how the industry like took a horrific human travesty mm -hmm. that killed and made so many people homeless. Oh, yeah. And the fertility industry was just like, oh, an opportunity. <laughs> we'll just take that. We can use this. Like, <laughs> let's ruin more lives. Love it. No. I, I'm like, yeah, they use Katrina as like a reason why so much of our, of our shit is. Insane. And so that's why I was curious if, no, if it was Katrina I, or not. I haven't heard Katrina. I feel like it'd be earlier than that. Something in the 90s. But yeah, they uh, floods and fires. Yeah. As I always say, there is a arsonist running around. Just going to fertility. Just going. Uh, yeah, just yeah. really like aiming for. <laughs> DCP. Just really aiming for those clinics and yeah. cryo going, yeah. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. Burn your sperm. <laughs> Secretly, it's all the donors. See, I, I, Could you imagine? Oh my God. Serial arsonist donor. That would be a story. God, don't give them more ideas. Okay. God, they're so great. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Oh, but do you like follow, Netflix? Do you follow the the serial donors at all? Do you track them or like stay? Um, I, or can't, no? I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I saw um, the Honey the most... one. The what? The Honey one. The guy who was on Humans in New York. Oh yeah. I got shared that, and everyone in my group was like, disgusting. Yeah, that one was like that was a nap. Oh, Still, oh, I get uh, like physical, like ugh. Yeah. Uh, I do not follow them otherwise. Yeah, that's that's probably yeah. The the serial donors mm -hmm. are are just they're so grimy. They're so gross. And they think that they're like the best thing since sliced bread. They really do. Well, I mean, hence why they spread themselves all over. Just... Like, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah. but but and the thing is, it's like they think that they're this high quality butter when they're just like margarine, the bad mar margarine. Yeah, yeah, like dollar store margarine. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. That no. like fell into the dirt oh, while yeah. you're trying to put the groceries in the car. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're like, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. They'll spread on toast. They, they're from the container of butter that mm -hmm. eventually is going to just become another piece of Tupperware. Yep, yep, yep.
that's what they are that's what they are oh god they're gross i, and know. I don't like them. that's why i don't follow them because i'm like it's i mean i feel like my life is a I, mess, and i'm like i can't do more one of the donors and i know he listens to me mm -hmm. hi i won't name you yet mm. um he pre-blocked me <sighs> t he pre-blocked me and i'm just like that is adorable. Mm. I still know you exist, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm very aware. I'm like, one. I'm so nervous about my donor blocking me. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, yeah. Like, you never yeah. know, right? Uh, as I, I mean, I've now reached out to my donor twice. Yeah. Um, One of my donor-conceived siblings reached out to him once, and he has been like... And like no response or he's been like i'm not interested no there's just no response like okay. total ghosting i think because for him he's worried if i do any form of a response then like i'm admitting it mm, so mm -hmm. and that's why so many just don't respond right um because then it's in a form of an admittance yeah yeah um and it's like dude mm -hmm. dude like why not just take responsibility for your actions oh the camera off oh no 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 that's just the the screen okay. just it, no 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 because the red light means it's still rolling Perfect. it just means that we can't see ourselves in the monitor i um, like looking at myself though i know <laughs> my egotistical <laughs> get my good side Trying from both get, my donors because that's the genetic mirroring we can get yeah is, is in the mirror <laughs> didn't mean to whack the mic <laughs> um okay mm-hmm we're everywhere. Ba where are we? Okay. Where are we? We're, we're somewhere. Or I don't know where we are in the and Jeremy, Jeremy Bear me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe we're on the B right now. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So we are. So, we, okay. We went, went through the. Uh, we, we went, went like the, forward and then backward. We did. Yeah. Okay. Um. How do you, when you are relating to donor conceived people mm -hmm. in our community, do you feel kinship in our community or do you because your story is so unique you're like i don't even know if i do you feel a connection or does it feel still different it's kind of both okay like i when i found the donor conceived community i was immediately like oh my god i'm not alone mm -hmm. because i'd only known me and my twin mm -hmm. and i like didn't know anyone else was even one or the other and then i was like hoping that it would be more of an even mix where mm -hmm. it's like some egg some sperm some embryo some double mm -hmm. and then i find that it's mostly sperm and i'm like well that's fine but i still feel sort of weird in yeah. the community because i'm like i mean i said this to my half siblings where i'm like i'm kind of jealous of all of them because mm -hmm. they were all raised by a parent who they're they one, related yeah. to yeah and again i had the no rooting and so i'm like I feel like double donor conceived people are, I don't want to be like, we're so rare, but you are rare. We are. I don't, it feels weird to like pedestal it. No, but I don't feel like it's pedestaling it. Mm -hmm. it it's acknowledging a fact. Yeah. Because in the same way that like, in, in the same way that there are like egg donor conceived support groups. Yeah. Because that is its own thing. Oh yeah. And that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, you're double donor conceived. Mm -hmm you're not pedestaling it you're acknowledging a fact yeah. that it is different yeah and honoring that lived experience mm -hmm. because yes you and i are donor conceived mm -hmm. but like there's a lot about your experience that i don't share right and that's a very understandable acknowledgement yeah and i just i feel sort of weird talking about it sometimes just because i'm like i feel like with the donor conceived community there's so much importance and then i'm like i don't want to like overstep or like this might just be like me being too autistic where i'm like i don't want to like take over a conversation by being like well what about the double donor conceived people 
But I'm like, I'm also like, I don't know how many of us there are. I can say I know a grand total of two besides me and my twin in terms of the group. Yeah. I don't know how many there are. I feel like it's really uncommon. It is. Un- yeah. I yeah. mean, it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure as time goes on, more and more are going to pop up yeah. and there will be a, 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 a decent group of you, yeah. but it will eventually be a smaller group within the donor conceived community. Yeah. Uh, but when when you tell your story mm-hmm. and you tell your story i would say publicly to strangers mm-hmm. what at are the parties th- at parties what are the things that you are told that and said to, that you would just love the general public bingo hmm? the bingo card you I, we need a bingo card. <laughs> we need an actual bingo card i'll make one <laughs> what are the things that are said to you that you are just like people society public please stop yeah um, what are those things that you would love people to understand oh that this is not helpful it is not supportive it is not true we just shut your mm. lips from flapping mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are those things oh god there's so many um first one it's like oh that's cool <laughs> just like flat out i'm like so they respond to it like i play tennis oh that's cool yeah pretty much i'm like it's more than that they're like no that's neat i'm like I'm kind of traumatized. Mittens are neat. Yeah, like my existence being a transaction, not so much. It's not neat. Not neat. Like, yeah, mostly when I tell people, I feel like they don't understand, like, the grandiosity of the situation. No, they don't. There's so many people who just are... are, They're just like, that's cool. The amount of cognitive dissonance there is with donor conception. Yeah. It's just, it's so interesting to yeah. me. I mean, I've also, um, I was talking to my science teachers when I was younger and I was like, oh, you know, like talking to my bio teacher specifically. I'm like, what do we know? What do you know? And I'm like, this is me. She's like, oh, don't you like share stuff with your mom though? Because you're in her body in the umbilical cord. And I'm like, no, that's not how that works. I have, have you gotten such- that? I have such a fucking bugaboo about that. Oh, it pisses me off so much. It pisses me off so much. I'm like, that's not how DNA works. Because it, I see it all over TikTok. Because it, it's yeah. they're they're selling it to recipient parents. percent. Oh, as like you know, if you do like egg donor conception or like anything where, where that is just a flat out lie. Where you're carrying. Uh, a child that you are not genetically related yeah, to. Yeah, like a surrogacy. A sur- like, well, I mean, like you could be like, and you know, if you're if you if you're going to be the mom of an egg donor conceived person, like yeah. wh- whatever it whatever it be, mm. um, or maybe you're carrying the egg of your partner, yeah, yeah whatever yeah. it be, and they sell it to them like you're actually like sort of another genetic parent. You're not because you like, are not because the baby is like you know taking in stuff and stuff no. like that. And I flat out lie. And I'm like, it's not true that's just not how dna works i flip the fuck out when i see those it does yeah and i'm like one it's the industry actively taking advantage of recipient parents and just feeding that toxicity Uh and and feeding the infertility trauma yeah Um, that's the biggest part of it it's the infertility trauma because i feel like my parents are like we need kids yeah and they're like how much You know yeah. how much you want to pay for those kids. Yeah, uh. yeah, and there's never maybe like a, a a moment of stopping of going like, should we rethink this? But yeah, like, no, let's just feed the trauma Literally. as much as possible. Yeah, 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 let's yeah. just keep throwing money at it. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, no, those videos drive me crazy mm-hmm. because it's like you're not. I, I and it's not to downplay the importance of carrying a child. Right. Like that's a oh, yeah. huge, huge thing yeah. to be pregnant and to carry a child. Like that itself to me is enough. Right. You're carrying the child. You're literally growing them inside you. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to alter your body forever. Oh, and, yeah. and absolutely you taking care of that child is absolutely going to affect them. Mm-hmm. 
but you're not a genetic parent. You're not the genetic parent. You're not the genetic parent, and there's and that's not and and it's like it's not like a negative either. It's, it's just not a, a negative. It's just it's it's and, a fact. But the fact that people take it as a negative isn't that weird. Is very telling. Mm-hmm. It's very telling, mm-hmm. and I'm like interessante. Mm, see, see, see. Yeah, <sighs> that is like I feel like my number one thing besides oh you were so wanted. And I'm like, that's just a big well, card right there. Well, and I'm like, yeah, I was, but then we're gonna get into. You know, like, you just made every DCP listening to this just throw up in their mouths a little Sorry. bit. Just... Sorry, I, I know we've like all heard it. We need a trigger warning for that. Trigger warning, like just yeah. Trigger warning. <laughs> no, that I feel like those are like the top three that I always get. They're like, you were like your parents really wanted you. You must feel so loved. I'm like, I don't fat out like that is not helpful to me in the least bit thank no. you so much like, for your service thank you for your unwanted opinion about the thing that you're not oh educated about whatsoever and you always get the most uh, um opinions from people who have never thought about donor conception a day in their life oh and then when you get to telling people about how many siblings you have and mm-hmm. they're like how is that legal and i'm or like you that get, was a oh surprise. that's so cool i get that too and i'm like is it i just found my brother yesterday i don't like that's being not normal and I'm like, I'm part of a litter. That's not cool. I'm part of a football team. Like, that's not great. What what position on on, on the football team do you think you are in I'm your pod? I'm too gay to know this. Um, I'm so because I was like, I asked you that question. I'm thinking like, I don't know the fucking. I know quarterback. Like, why did you ask me that? I was gonna say like I know goalie. <laughs> goalie. I play tennis. Um, that's the kind of gay sports I do. Is tennis and bowling. Oh, no football. <laughs> I love this. So oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, make my therapist laugh too. I'm like, this is great. I can I always mean, bring humor. I, 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 we can't laugh at ourselves and like, well, I feel like, well, I mean, it's why for me, like, I, I definitely believe in the, obviously the healing power of humor because i'm like what the fuck else do we have i know i just keep making jokes about it because i remember what when else I, like, the hell am i kidding? what else can i do with this no like when i got like both donors like i figured them out i was talking to my therapist because i was like having a breakdown because i'm yeah. like this is it i'm like there's no more parents to find that's it that one's finite that was i was so there relieved you go. you're fine that one is the finite one I'm like at least there's a finite here because i was so like up in the air about everything and i'm like i can't find any more parents amy and she's like good for you i also i i love the neurodivergency of this project is done yeah we can d- put it up sh- there check yeah. thank you so much yeah 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 i love next. that Next. On to the next. Next project. Let's yes. go. I love that. Yeah, that's how I my brain goes. You can't finish the pro. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like those are like the biggest things in like my little DCP bingo card mm-hmm. where it's like you were so wanted. Ugh. DNA. Uh, DNA doesn't make a family. DNA. I haven't gotten that. I, I've heard it. I haven't gotten it. I get it a lot. I, I get a lot in my comment section. And it's mm. also and it's one of those things where it's like, no, DNA doesn't make a family. Yeah. DNA also makes a family. Yeah. Both are 100% true and both right. are valid. And people feel differently about both. And mm-hmm. both are valid. It does, like, yeah. I have both. Like, I have, obviously, I have my genetic family mm. who I love and I adore mm. and I and I, and I I love our, our genetic connections. But then, mm. like, I also have, like, my, um, my roommate who yeah. I've been living with for 15 years. Yeah. They are my sibling yeah. like, at this point like the, this person like the, the like they are my person oh, they yeah. are my human yeah yeah uh when i got married to my husband i was like i love you i love you so much yeah yeah, yeah. becca is my person you need to understand this <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. my person my chosen family exactly and I, uh, and I can understand and i appreciate and also as somebody who is married my husband is also my chosen family right 
So I get it. But also it's like, no, both are all of it is valid. I know. I feel all like of it is valid. It's all valid. And I feel like more of like the issue with being donor conceived, it's like keeping the DNA part from them mm-hmm. where it's like you don't have the right to find out the information because yeah. like the only reason i found any of my siblings any either of my parents was because i specifically sought them out mm-hmm. like you know none of this was like handed on a silver platter like yeah. here you go here's your family like you have to be very active i feel like to want to really like learn about it which is in of itself really exhausting it is well it's exhausting it's extremely there's so much emotional labor oh, and yeah. it's financially oh, yeah. it's a lot yeah it, it adds up very quickly mm-hmm. because if you're doing a bunch of dna tests if mm-hmm. you have to go to a genetic counselor mm-hmm. um therapy you, ther- <laughs> i'm i'm actually looking i have a few that i'm looking for that are like donor conceived specific therapists i don't i know that they i'm gonna show you what i have on my phone later okay because i know that people who they were like, like in the realm of like adoption dcp well like they, a similar thing but well, not specifically just dcp yes and that's the thing like there is training in terms of like dealing with trauma from mm-hmm. adoption yeah but dcp specifically mm-hmm. because again we've not had any long-term studies yep. on dcp mm-hmm. so that's why it's like they're kind of really can't be yet because because yeah. no we're one's too inv- new no one's invested in learning about us yet oh well here we are we're here <laughs> we're here we exist. i'm willing and ready to help like and we are a giant pain in the ass we are so annoying we are so annoying <laughs> i'm like are we two of the more annoying dcp because <laughs> we're so vocal I mean, people in my comment section are like, you're annoying. I'm like, that's fair. Like, yeah, like legit. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that. No. I'm 100% I love fucking that annoying. For you. Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a DCP advocate plus add in stand up comedy. Yeah. I'm annoying as fuck. Oh, see, I work in marketing and I'm considering doing comedy and I do like Twitch stuff on the side. So I'm like, I'm just very vocal and loud. I'm like, I always, I was brought up with like being like, I'm a leader. I'm very vocal. Like I want to make sure that like I am represented and I'm like, well, this is me, you yeah. know, queer donor conceived. I'm like queer stuff is its own. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, donor conception is still really new. And I feel like, especially with it being like more popular like, with the Netflix show and everything, I feel like people are becoming like more aware of us. Well, I mean, we have mobilized mm-hmm. so quickly. Mm. I mean, uh, the donor conceived council is only two years old. Oh, Shut up. Right. Really? Yes. Good for them. No, but that's how fast that they mobilized. Yeah. Um, and it like it, it's all due to uh a lot of it is actually the pandemic, but it's mm. like it's due to genetic testing. Yeah. And it's due to social media on mm-hmm. how we've all found each other. Yeah, right. And we're finding and we're coming in at a very quick rate mm-hmm. because our stories are getting out there. Yeah. And you know, we're sort of like dropping little Easter eggs from people going like, if your parents said this to you, if you felt this, maybe mm-hmm, you should mm-hmm. get a fucking DNA yeah. test. If you have that one uncle that or aunt that keeps giving you a DNA test for Christmas, oh take my the God. fucking hint. They're trying to tell you something. I have a really funny story that I just thought of. I was on the bus a few weeks ago and I saw a girl who looks so much like my half sister i wanted to be like do you know who your parents are and i texted her i'm like there's a girl who looks exactly like could be our sister she's like do you want to like go up to her and i'm like no why would i do that are you my sister no it's sort of like a mormon thing where it's like have you heard about our lord and savior a dna test and i'm like i'm not doing that to her but 
you never know where these people are. Well, I mean, it's it, the amount that I think about of like, have I, you know, there's so many donor conceived people who mm-hmm. went to school together. Oh, yeah. And who were childhood best friends, were neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's um one of the uh i had dna angels come on and they said that like yeah oh no we we've when we've helped connect siblings Mm -hmm. some of the the people have realized their childhood crush (gasps) was their sibling no i'm so glad that most of my siblings are pretty spread out like that's the one thing i'm grateful for when i heard like where most of my sperm donor siblings were Mm -hmm. they were mostly like in the middle of america i and i'm like how'd i get out here because i grew up in upstate new york so i'm like how'd that work so I think I have way more local siblings. Cause so mm. it's interesting because so I my siblings that I have found so far, mm. I have found one in New York City, Ooh. W- only one. Yeah. But then the other ones have been in Tennessee mm-hmm. and in Seattle. And I'm like, like born there or are they there now? Tennessee was I think it was, it was mm-hmm. not New York City. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the Seattle one. Yeah. And then the and then but I do have a, a brother who is in New York City. Mm. And I'm like and my donor was donating for six years. Oh, my God. In New York City. So I'm like, where are my New York City? Siblings? There's going to be so many. There's going to there be. have to be. Well, and he was a med student and then continued yeah. donating when he was an OBGYN. So I'm sorry. I'm just shocked that he was an OBGYN and he's still an OBGYN. I'm sorry. What? He, oh no, he's still in practice, <laughs> and he. Uh, nope. He's, and sorry, he's Just a physical, and he's a rabbi and a moil. Mazel tov. Thank How do you, you feel about being half Jewish? I am. I mean, we. I well, okay. So I am. Happy Rosh Hashanah, by the way. Well, I was conceived on Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> <laughs> I was conceived. You're so Jewish. <laughs> that well because i was conceived right around christmas well did, did you know okay I, I know that like some of my listeners have heard this but if you mm-hmm. haven't my conception and because i don't know if they know this part about Mm-mm. it so i my mom had full reconstruction surgery and then was ovulating during rosh hashanah yeah and so she uh, and she was like okay we're ready and my my doctor was like we we can't the clinic is closed because of rosh hashanah. yeah and she was like i but i'm uh, and you have to like she's three years of like hormone oh, therapy yeah. so the woman's That's like in total lot. total fucking yeah, yeah, pain yeah. and he said don't worry we'll figure it out what we're gonna do is Wait the donor the donor is gonna drop the sperm off at a hotel concierge you'll go pick it up and then inseminate it with your husband so what all on rosh hashanah <laughs> all on rosh hashanah all on rosh hashanah so Mazel tov. So yeah. So my clinic, Mm. which was closed because of Rosh Hashanah, Mm. he got my donor, Mm -hmm. who is 100% Ashkenazi Jewish, Mm. to go drop it off at a hotel, pick it up, and they go. And I'm just like, and uh, (laughs) and I I did I am I I did talk to one of my donor's cousin cousins, and she doesn't talk to him anymore. But Mm. she was like, I assume he probably went out of his way to go do that as a like mitzvah as like a mitzvah yeah. on, on rosh hashanah be yeah. like okay new year new sperm and was like here you go <laughs> um and i, I and th- that was a part of it and so it's yeah no my it oh man i thought my donor conception story was weird at least i wasn't conceived on rosh i was conceived well i wasn't just conceived on rosh hashanah yeah. i was conceived on my dad's desk in russia on rosh hashanah how do you know this because my parents 
parents talk too much. <gasps> I'm glad my parents don't tell me anything. Actually, I love that my, my mom yeah. overshares with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was like, because she tried so hard to make it sweet. She was like, and I picked up this, and I love the fact that. And they like told you this when you were a kid probably, no, right? No, I learned this like when I was like in my 20s. Ooh. Yeah, well, I learned I was donor yeah. conceived at 14, yeah. but they didn't, st- they didn't tell me this story till I was older. Yeah, yeah. So the donor dropped it off in like a little paper bag at the hotel concierge. Mm-hmm. She went and picked it up and then went to my dad's office. Yeah. And I got inseminated. And so then my mom like put her legs up like on my dad's couch while he went back to his spreadsheet. And I'm <laughs> like, hold on, wait a second. The clinic was closed because of Rosh Hashanah. Why was father working? I was, ooh, yeah, I was gonna say, you why know. was he working? I don't, cause my, cause it, uh, well, my dad also, my dad uh, was a was a madman. He was mm. in advertising in the eighties. Mm, so like, that'll that's, do it. That's a whole different like cultural thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was an account guy. Mm. So like that was a different culture. Mm. At, like mm. I don't. Mm. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. I asked my dad, I was like, Dad, how close was like Mad Men the show to like what you did? And he yeah. was like, Oh, it was exactly that, just more cocaine. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I didn't want to be like your dad could code, but Oh no, he it was a fucking yeah, of course he did. <laughs> I love this. I'm learning so much about your dad. He seems great. (laughs) He's a cool dude. Yeah. But yeah, it was. But yeah, so um, yeah. Again, uh, Jeremy Burmy. But yeah, Jeremy Burmy, Rosh Hashanah. (laughs) Rosh Hashanah. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. We're all Jewish now. But yeah, and but and and so it's just like I love the fact. That, but then I had then I was raised Catholic, which I'm like it's really just, I was, mm. which I'm like no, yeah, <laughs> it's just so not what i was it just goes against everything that like your morals yeah that went into well i i I joke about how um because i grew up really catholic Mm. did you go to a catholic school yes i went to a catholic school i received all of my sacraments through confirmation i don't know what that means i'm too jewish you're it's anyone who's catholic will go like oh my god so Mm. for anyone who's wondering my my confirmation name is lucia Mm. i was an altar server or med altar server like it's the little kids who help the priests out at like during like church and stuff like we hand them like the I one. don't go to church. I, it's like we're <laughs> You're okay saying things that um, i have no okay this, for. this is gonna get really really dark really fast let's go okay altar servers have been the the, uh, the people who have been mm, the cases that mm, have been brought up the, again mm, the, yeah, yeah that that's yeah the altar. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what i figured i did not want to assume but yeah uh, i i was not i'm very glad to uh, hear that. i'm v- very glad as well mm-hmm. i was not mm-hmm. um i actually thoroughly enjoyed being an altar server mm-hmm. um uh for anyone who uh will get this out there i as a theater kid just looked at being an altar server as i get to be the star of church i love that i was like there because there are costumes and there's choreography <laughs> i fucking loved it i was way too into it yeah, i was yeah. like i'm a jesus christ superstar <laughs> i consider myself jewish and where i'm like culturally jewish not religiously jewish mm-hmm. like i understand the text i consider myself like religiously an atheist but i still follow like a lot of the concepts in judaism mm-hmm. and i'm like i feel like even though it's something that i'm not like genetically tied to yeah it's still like very much a pillar of my existence because that's how i was raised well i mean which is so cool conceptually that is i mean it's the piece about judaism that Mm -hmm. i love and i i i I mean it really is like 
studying how like the ethno religion aspect mm -hmm. of Judaism yeah. and being Jewish and what that means mm -hmm. is just it is very beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still trying to figure out my identification mm -hmm. and my piece in it. Oh, yeah. Because how I have said it is like I feel like a guest in a house that I live in. Yeah. Um, whereas like because I I have not converted, I have not mm -hmm. taken that on. Yeah. Uh, I am talking to a rabbi mm -hmm. and I am like, you know, sort of like do i want to like yeah i'm not um i'm still exploring it yeah i think for me what a lot of it is i'm still dealing with a lot of like the trauma of being catholic that a part yep. of me is like i don't want to religion i don't want yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. identify as like give yeah. me a moment um but i i may at some point go yeah. down that um but for me, like, I mean, I've experienced anti-Semitism my whole life. Yeah. So I've had that. Oh, which I is get not the opposite, the... which is weird. Because then I tell people I'm Jewish. They're like, but you're blonde and have a small nose and you're white. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, one, not all, not not all, all Jews, Jews look alike. I like, know. that's ridiculous. Yeah. But then it goes into the whole, like, cultural versus whatever. And I'm like, but even still, I'm sort of even, like, am I Jewish? But even still, genetically, yeah. not all people who are Ashkenazi look alike. Yeah. Not all too. people are Sephardic look alike. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just so wild. It it is, and you know, it, it it's it's a it's a complicated, nuanced discussion. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think that the donor conception aspect into it does add mm -hmm. a fun little twist. It does. Um, yeah, no, there it it is, and it's complicated, and it's yeah, I, I'm still figuring out what mm -hmm. it means to me and yeah. what I'm on my journey with it. Yeah, fair. Um, so yay. <laughs> Yay, journeys of adulthood. Journeys of fucking donor-conceived <laughs> adulthood. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. Uh, we are at about an hour and a half. Sweet. So we are are, are going to wrap yeah. this Jeremy Baramy up. Let's do it. And is there any final thoughts? Anything that you're just like, I? <gasps> you haven't said that you feel like is so important for people to say, that is so important to be said, that you're just like, this must be heard by the public. I mean, there's one thing I didn't talk about much, I think, which is when I met my egg donor for the first time. Mm -hmm. Because that was something I wasn't anticipating ever happening yeah. and we went at a coffee shop on the upper west side it was cold january which which coffee shop i will send you a link later because i don't remember okay i know it's what in street? the 70s it was in the 70s west 79 okay maybe not say bars near say bars i don't know i'll look um oh there's some good places in that yeah, area irving, yeah no irving something maybe start to the night i don't know i'll look no I, I, um, there there's a comedy club west side comedy club mm, around there so i'm in the area gotcha like, gotcha well. yeah so like i remember going and i like stopped before i went in because i'm like this is gonna be like a change because mm -hmm. i'm like i never thought i'd see this woman and now i'm gonna like hang out with her this is gonna be a milestone moment. yeah i'm like this is like a this is like a step and i remember pausing and i'm like okay and then i went in there and we hugged and i cried because i'm like she's my height we're both left-handed it's so nice. I could see my face in her. It was the is, first time you got to genetic mirror. It was the first time I had a genetic mirror. There was one point where we were sitting at like a little two-person coffee table, mm -hmm. you know, and we both like had our phone in our right hand and our drink in our left hand. And I was like, I started to cry a little bit because I'm like, we're mirroring. And <laughs> I didn't have a mirror before. Oh and my now God. I do. And then we didn't take any photos. We were so distracted by talking that we didn't take any photos. I feel like that happens. It's awful because my half sister, I, she's lucky that her parents live near our bio mom. And so she's like gone to our house. And I'm oh, like, wow. yeah, like she slept over. And I'm like, she's in near Boston. And I'm like, that's not close for me. And it's really inconvenient. And I'm like, I want to spend more time with her. But like, mm -hmm. she's running her own business. She's doing her own shit. Like, she's wow. a very busy lady. But her two race kids live in New York. And so I'm like, if you all come down, we can just meet up. But 
it's hard because she's busy i'm busy and we only really met that one time but it was still like it felt like two hours went by in like five minutes wow yeah i just feel like that meeting was something that was so it's so like, impactful for it's so see. impactful I, I mean it really is like when when and it's something that if there's any donors listening to it i cannot mm -hmm. tell you no they're not coming the donor can see people, i don't want money we don't, don't want money. money we don't want money. that's a bingo card right there bingo card we don't want money <laughs> i we, don't want a new mom well, i already have a mom I, we're not looking for a new parent but ah but just <laughs> The, yeah. that literal singular meeting mm -hmm. can be life-changing oh i sobbed when i went home such a beautiful positive way yeah it's the literal least you can do literally yeah. i mean we're gonna like meet up it's not like the one and done thankfully it's just like yeah. we don't have time but i'm like even just the one yeah you know i was like i'm like i couldn't have imagined this in you know however many years i've been thinking my donor was dead so I'm like, wow, Cause what a flip. Because they're dead. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. Because they're dead. I really wish it could be. But I, I No. Because I really do. Because like, I can see people scrolling and like, it's like, and they're just like, what the fuck? Because they're dead? What the hell is that? <laughs> this change? Just complete clickbait. Just complete clickbait. Hey, yeah. I, I have a master's in marketing. I'm here for it. I mean, I... I don't condone clickbait. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like just... I mean, I, that, yeah. that whole section might be the, the clip that I put on social media because, oh, of, of, because of clickbait. Oh, I'm, no, I think, look, if I can be funny online and get views, all the better. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Um, well, because all of the clips are always like so serious and this might be one where it's just... No, we're funny. That one is where it's just like, it's this is a fun yeah, little yeah. clip. No, just be like, and I thought they were dead. But no, like, more seriously, I feel like just being able to, like, see your donor in the flesh. Yeah. Something that I would have never anticipated happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm really glad it did. I am glad for you. And I mm -hmm. hope that other, I hope this can inspire more people to have that as well. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming yeah. on to the podcast. I appreciate it. Where, where can people find you, support you? Yeah. Um, I'm on mainly Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch. Uh, all my users there are just rshifty, R-S-H-I-F-T-Y. Love it. Mainly post about donor conception, being queer, all that fun millennial jazz what what's uh what, what what what's your favorite like queer club in new york city to go to i don't know that many yet i'm not that knowledgeable i've been going to a lot of adult clubs and that is we'll talk about that not on here not on here, <laughs> not on here. i don't know that many queer clubs though i really want to go to house of yes everyone keeps talking it up oh that's it's my, so far that's it's so far um because we're neighbors we're and... neighbors we're not going to say where we're neighbors no. but that is it is far for us yeah. uh, it's my roommate's favorite place I've heard so many good things My about it. My roommate loves House of Yes. I really need to go, but it's just so far. It is I'm, so I'm far. like, it's not worth it. Yeah. I'm going to Brooklyn Mirage on Tuesday, and nice. I'm going with my partner, and I'm like, good, I'm going to have scary dog privilege, because it is far from here. Yeah, that, yeah. 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 But have an, an amazing, amazing I will time. Try. I will yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about more clubs after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Have, uh, thank you again so much. And everybody, have an amazing, yeah. amazing day. Thank you, guys. Thanks uh, for joining. Thank you for joining. Go, um... Hug your mom. Hug your mom and go watch Frozen 2. Yeah. <laughs> Hug your mom and watch Frozen 2 together. Because <laughs> they're dead. Because they're dead. <laughs>